0: By definition, an antenna is a metal whip designed to receive and transmit radio signals within a given area.
1: It's BS in the morning on KSLQ and Westplex 1071. Way to talk on the air before we're ready, (laughs) Shelly. I turned the microphone on. Well, you
2: didn't say, here we go.
1: I've turned the microphone on. Shelly's already talking. Okay. Um, Make a note. Note. I I need to, and you talk to him all the time, so I just threw it out to you. I need to get... Caleb Hunter on the air here, and call him. Well, should I call him now? Why I'll g- not? I'll give him a heads up. We'll we'll, we'll call him tomorrow. Okay.
2: Well, no. What do you, what do you want to talk to him about?
1: Okay. Yesterday I did a terrible thing, and matter of fact, one of these days I'm going to just have a heart attack in my car. I'm going to stroke. Please
2: stop saying that. I'm
1: going to stroke out because you know why? You know what drives? Again,
2: stop saying you know, that too. You
1: know, what drives me crazy listening you? to listening to NPR.
2: Well then, what do you do it for? I,
1: I, maybe I, you know, maybe I'm a masochist. I just can't. I just sorry. can't stop.
2: What do you do it for?
1: <laughs> I can't stop torturing myself. Okay, yesterday. That's why
2: you have this radio show with me, isn't it?
1: Right. They have this show that comes oh. out of AMU, American American University, WAMU, big radio station in DC. It's like KWMU, but like better. Okay, and they have this show they syndicate across the country. And yesterday they were talking about the gas stove issue. Okay, now, I think we ask, ask you before, do you have gas or electric stove at your house? do you have gas appliances we have gas. you have a gas stove, you have gas is your hot water heater gas? Is your furnace gas? do you have gas heat?
2: Yes, okay we have gas heat.
1: Do you have a gas dryer is your dryer electric or gas?
2: Um they're both electric.
1: okay. Last week, week before, we talked about the fact that there was this move, which then they came out. Oh, no, we didn't really mean that. The Consumer Product Safety Commission came out and said that they wanted to ban gas stoves. Remember we talked about this and they were going to be uh-huh. banned. Now, interesting, I heard a home improvement guy on another radio station because you can tell I listen on the radio. He says the reason that has become a problem in newer houses is because newer houses ha- are so airtight because they try to make them super, 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 you know, impervious to outside air. So in other words, they have insulation, they have all these different, you know, things. They put like the Tyvex on it and they tape all the joints up and and they caulk everything to the point where the old houses used to breathe, literally, you know, air would get out from inside the house and air from outside the house would get in through like cracks and, you know, and, and bad windows and stuff like that. The new houses are so energy efficient, they are like super tight. And and his point was that all you need is a good range hood. You know what I mean? You get a you know you got a you got a gas stove. You got you have range hood. I'm like, who is they have a gas stove with gas burners on top? Who doesn't have a range hood? You know what I'm saying? Okay, so
2: tell and, me what a range <clears throat> hood is. That's the one that's up on top, right? Yeah, the thing you turn on and blower. It sucks all the the fumes out. Oh well, ours isn't a hood. It's. It- Behind well,
1: it's something like that. They call oh, it a, okay. they call it a range hood, you know. So, in other oh, words, okay, it,
2: whatever. Well, of course, if you say that, then that's what it's called. And BTW Caleb said, Sure, you can put him on the air.
1: Oh, oh okay, okay, <laughs> hold on a minute. I'll call him okay. Because, because this <laughs> here, let me find his number. Uh, da-da-da-da-da. so this is what's great about radio, it's immediate. You know, we don't, we don't, I never say, Well, coming up next hour, I never say that.
2: <laughs> you say it all the time. <laughs> Like all the time. It drives me nuts.
1: Okay, okay. Um,
2: like okay. my prostate.
1: <laughs> right. Oh, I can't play it. I, I'm busy calling Caleb. Okay, maybe I can Hold on. <laughs> There's one ringing. Hello? Hey, hold on a minute. Before I before you talk, I have to do something because Shelly has thrown down the gauntlet, okay? She's drone to, thrown down the gauntlet. Hold on a minute. I had prostate <laughs> problems that were driving me nuts. Okay, I got it. Okay, Caleb Hunter... One of the owners of Extreme Electrical, correct? Yes, sir. Okay. You know this controversy that's been lately. They talk about they're going to outlaw. First, they talk about they're going to outlaw gas stoves. You know what I'm talking about?
0: Yeah, I've heard that.
1: Okay. (laughs) So yesterday, I'm listening to... NPR, the KWMU radio station in St. Louis. I got this lady on from Chicago. Or she's, I don't know where she's from. She's an expert on this. And they're talking about retrofitting houses. They're talking about, well, most of the cities are going to, the big cities are going to put into a, you know enact that you can't build a new house with gas appliances anymore. It has to be all electric. And you have to. There would be a window where you have to retrofit your house and take out the the gas appliances, and put in all electric appliances. Now, and she says, it doesn't cost that much to retrofit a house. Caleb, you're the electric contractor. Let's say I had an older house. Let's say I only had a 100-amp box, and I had a gas stove, a gas dryer, and a gas water heater, and I had to convert them all to electric. Could I do that with with a 100-amp box? Would I have to have a (laughs) Um, whole new system put in? uh, Depends
0: on the house, but most likely not.
1: So, yeah, you would have to upgrade that for sure. So you're talking about completely having to redo the electrical system in a house?
0: Oh yeah. Now. Oh yeah, that'd be tons of
1: money. <laughs> like, 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 let's say, let's pick a house. You know, I mean, you're you're all over St. Charles County. You're all over the entire St. Louis area. An average house. If someone calls you up and say they've got it, let's say they got an older house that has a hundred amp box, and they want to upgrade to a two hundred amp box, what's the normal cost for that?
0: Oh man, it could be. It, it depends on the circumstances. I mean, it could be 1,500 to 5,000. I mean, it really depends on how it's set up. But so, so I mean, take this for instance. If you had a a 2,000-square-foot ranch house.
1: Okay.
0: You have all-electric heat. Right. Electric water heater, electric stoves, and everything. A 200-amp panel will most likely not even cover that.
1: Really? <laughs> So and, and aren't most houses now the new houses aren't they usually built with two hundred amp panels? Yeah, because they're gas. <laughs> right, right. So another you're say, you're saying even a modern two hundred amp panel wouldn't handle all that? Uh, it'd be
0: completely one hundred percent maxed out. No kidding. So <laughs> like my house, I have a three hundred twenty amp service, which is basically two two hundred amp panels because that's how my house is. One hundred percent electric.
1: Right, you don't have any gas or anything at all. But nope. okay, now. You put the panel in, but then what's it cost? And I know this varies from house to house, but if you had to give an average, if someone says to you, hey, Caleb, I've got a big electrical panel. I've got a, th- like you, i got a 320 amp panel, but I'm getting rid of my gas stove. How much is it going to cost for you to run an outlet, a 220 out- or 240 outlet into my kitchen? What would be the average charge for that?
0: Well, for a range, I mean, it depends on length, distances, how the stove is set up. But I, I don't know, I would say... Thousand to fifteen hundred bucks.
1: So, so if someone had like a relatively large house and they had like a small panel, like a two hundred amp panel, they want to go all electric, the, it would be you know up to five thousand dollars, and that doesn't include the new electric. Or does that include the new electric feed to like to the range and the hotter – water? No. Uh. Uh-uh. So nope. So we're talking maybe six, seven, eight thousand dollars. Oh yeah.
0: Well, th- then you got to take into account all the electric car chargers going in. So we're having to change services just because they're doing that, because those things pull 100 amps by themselves.
1: Right, right, right. And that's that's the other thing we're ta- talking about, the fact that if you had, like, let's say you went all electric, you had an electric house, all electric appliance, and then you had an electric car, you'd have to have, like, a big old monster panel, right? Yeah.
0: Well, and well, here's the thing. Even if you do the panel, the power grid could not support all electric everything. See, that's what I barely. It can barely keep up now with what we have. See, that's what now, I keep if saying. You get rid of all the gas appliances. It's you're going to double triple the power grid. There's no way.
1: Right, and 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 I've talked about this before. Ameren Ue ain't building new plants, are they?
0: Well, they're not allowed to. Right. The exactly. Government. Right. Ameren wants to. Well, I was in a seminar recently, within the last year, and there there's a couple more coal plants of theirs scheduled to be shut down. I think within the next five to ten years. And and there's no, they don't have any way to make that up.
1: Right, right, and they're not going to make it up with solar panels because what people no. don't understand is solar panels to to equal like the Portage to Sioux power plant out there in St Charles County, you'd have to have a massive solar field, correct?
0: Well, that's, yeah, but if it's cloudy or nighttime or whatever, it's not going to work.
1: Right, there's no electricity so coming. The out of
0: homes, then the solar panels panels on homes are going to switch to batteries in your home, so at night they're going to use the batteries and during the day it's going to charge them. Right. That's eventually that's what's going
1: to happen. So, so you're saying that right now if like let's say let's say an older area, let's say everybody in um Richmond Heights, okay? That's an an older area of all the houses there are probably, you know, at least 50 years old. If all of a sudden everybody in Richmond Heights decided they're going to switch to all electric and have all electric car, chances are Ameren couldn't serve that area that they would be overloaded correct wow <laughs> see this is why i hear these people talk, oh get an electric car and i'm thinking to myself okay i know i'm not nearly in the league of you but i know enough about electricity because of the fact that dealing with transmitters and things like that and you know matter of fact my my you know our offices have electric heat and i've got you know, I've got two units. We don't run them all the time, but I've got two you know, two air handler units, and each one has an 80-amp breaker on it with big old monstrous, what, like four-gauge wire or something like that? Wouldn't that be about right? Uh, sounds about right. And, and that stuff, how much is off the top of your head? How much is four-gauge wire a foot?
0: Uh, I can tell you here right now. So if you got number four, just one single strand of wire.
1: Right. And you
0: need three, right? It's a dollar to... twelve per foot. So you multiply that times three, and that's what it is a foot. Now, so if you go with the Romex, like in your house, like let's say a range, for instance, right? If you, if you want a range. Uh, you're th- over three dollars per foot for that wire, and that's your cost, right? That's my cost. Other than yeah. taxes, other than anything, <laughs> right? That's just so. In other words, if so if you have you're to go four dollars
1: a foot, just to buy the material, right? And then you installation, you put the breaker in, you put you correct. know put all the terminations on it, all that kind of stuff. So you're talking like if someone was going to, uh, let's say, from their box to like their range would be fifty feet, that would be what you say four dollars a foot. So that would be what. How many was I can't do my math in my head. Would it would be two hundred bucks just for the wire, right? Yep. And that doesn't include the plug. That's or, not
0: tax that's not taxes and markup
1: either. Right. And that's not that doesn't include your guys coming out to install it. Yep. And you pay you guys what, three hundred dollars an hour? Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so so anyway, this lady's on NPR saying, "Oh, it doesn't cost that much to get your house retrofitted. Maybe a thousand or fifteen hundred dollars to go all electric." I'm going like, "What planet is she from?" You know what I mean? No, oh, yeah, I,
0: I just I think these people are just talking heads, and I don't know if they're trying to sell more gas ranges <laughs> so they say so we're going to outlaw them so everybody rushes in and buys them <laughs> you or, know what? maybe you're right you know.
1: it's, it's it's counterintuitive they're saying people you know people oh my god i mean, we want to get my gas range right away because otherwise they're going to be they're going to be illegal you know well, right that's what
0: that's what happens with with guns they come out. We're gonna outlaw guns, and guess what happens? They sell more guns in the next year than they've ever sold in the history of our country.
1: Well, there was a you time, know, same concept, right? And you and I, you know, you're a gun guy, so am I. There was a time after the the George Floyd riots where, if you go to Cabela's, they actually had a sign on the door when you went in. Sorry, no ammo, and they had no ammo. Everybody came in one night and bought everything in sight. It was crazy. Yep, it yep. was crazy. You know, Okay, Caleb. Hey, how's biz? You doing well? Everything going good?
0: Yep, fantastic. Going really well. Busy. You, you fly,
1: Extreme Electrical, give a plug for your company. Yeah, you what? Give a plug for your company. Get it? A plug for your company, Extreme Electrical. See? Little, oh yeah. little, little joke there.
0: Yeah, that was good. No <laughs> pun intended. Right? No pun
1: intended. <laughs> no. <laughs> Phone number, web address, all that kind of good stuff. Yep, six three six nine two five twenty nine eighty eight. And Winslow, um... go ahead.
0: Oh, and then the web at ExtremeElectricalSTL.com.
1: When's the last time you flew? Mm,
0: it's been a few months at this point, but I'm really? going go up next uh, I'm going up Tuesday, this upcoming Tuesday. So
1: how many hours you got in now? No idea. Really? Perfectly hundred uh, a couple hundred. You don't you don't you don't keep your logbook up to date? <laughs> no, I keep a
0: logbook. I just don't ever count. I just put my numbers in and I close it. <laughs> <laughs> I have
1: a but you're, I just like
0: to fly for fun.
1: You're still flying out of smart, right?
0: Oh, yeah, 100%.
1: Yeah. Do they still have the, the F-15 upside down or is it right side up now?
0: Uh, It varies. <laughs> it varies. Do they, go, do they go pick it up and move it
1: around? Is that what they do?
0: Yeah, so that's a radar test facility, I guess, for Boeing. So the planes are always in different testing positions. I'm. I that's what I was
1: told by people at the airport so i heard it was a joke that's what i heard yeah yeah maybe maybe, if you know what we're talking about they've got like what they call a gate guard they've got an old it's an it's an f-15 isn't it
0: yeah, they put different planes, they put helicopters up, they put F-15s, F-14s, they switch them out.
1: Yeah, it's it's on like on a big metal pole that's in, sort of off yep. the side of the, one of the runways. And it's yep. like, okay, why is that plane out there in the middle of the airport upside down on a pole? You know, it's sort of weird when you drive by it. Okay. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yep. Have a good one, Caleb. Thank you so Thanks, much. Thanks, guys. Oh, See ya. Bye. See, once again, he's got the info. I mean, this lady says, Oh, so it's only cost like $1,000 to convert your house over your electric range. Yeah, right. Where do you live? You know, I mean, can you imagine like in, if you lived in like an apartment complex, like in New York city or something like that, can you imagine New how, York City, <laughs> how, you know, how expensive that would be?
2: I do. So Caleb, um, I have to t- say this. So Caleb, cause he was so nice to come on the air with us. Yes. He's having a wings and wheels flying and cruising. This is the second annual it's on, a- it's in April, on April 15th, which I don't know if that's a good day or not. I think that's going to be a good day. And um, it's put on by his his sister company, Salt River Automotive. But I have never seen so many cars cover an area for a a cruise in and a fly in before in my life.
1: They did that at Smart Field, didn't they? They did. Yeah. That's you know what that's a, so an underappreciated airport. Most people don't it even... is.
2: and they've put a lot of work into it, and it's it's kind of lovely
1: if if you know what we're talking about, it's right across the river. It's in St. Charles County, but it's in far Eastern St. Charles County. It's literally right across the river from Grafton. If you take the road yes. you the road you go to to go to the airport is Grafton Ferry Road. And if you go down that road, about two-thirds of the way down the road is you turn into the airport. But if you keep going all the way to the end of Grafton Ferry Road, it ends. And guess what's at the end of Grafton Ferry Road? The Grafton Ferry. You can get on the ferry. I guess it's still there. I guess it's still there. I think it's still operating. I've done it many times. I used to take my kids all the time. We used to take that the long way and we go over to, the, to, uh, to uh, Raging Rivers. And uh, we'd, you know, go the back way through St. Charles, take 94 out to Grafton Ferry, go down Grafton Ferry, make a left there at the end of the road, go up to the, you know, to the, uh, you know, drive our car up into the ferry, go between the two islands. There's two islands out in the Mississippi right there. And you go into downtown Grafton right next to the loading dock. It's actually sort of cool. You know, I mean, it's it, people would go like, you can take a ferry across the Mississippi up yep, right there. You can
2: there's two of them.
1: Yeah, there's the golden eagle, which is further up, and there's another. Well, there's actually there's a third one. There's a golden eagle, and there. there's a third one that takes you over the Illinois River. There's a there's ah. one that, that takes you because the Illinois River uh, dumps into the Mississippi north of Grafton, and there's one that takes you across from um, from the one side of the Illinois River to the other side. Because because how do I know this? Years ago, when I was in much better shape couple friends of mine we took a bike trip and we left Flarsen. we went across the this is how old this is we went across the old st charles rock road bridge which is gone then we went through downtown st charles through Boschertown. town when we we picked up highway c and i don't know where in the world they took us we went across the golden eagle ferry into that county that's north of i don't even know what county that is calhoun county or something like that's over in illinois and it's like an it's sort of like an island because on one side it's got the Mississippi River. The other side has got, I guess it's the Illinois River. I guess that's the Illinois River. And so we went across the Golden Eagle Ferry, and then we were on that whatever that county is, and we went across that county. Then we went back across the other ferry. I can't remember what it is. And then you pick up Highway 100, which is the Great River Road. We came down the Great River Road through Alton, Got on and went across the old Lewis and the old Clark bridges and got went back to his house up in Florissant. It was like a hundred miles. Can you believe I bicycled a hundred miles in a day? I can. If I hundred mile, if I bicycled a hundred miles in a day right now, there'd have to be an ambulance behind me, and your daughter would have to be sitting on the hood of the ambulance, and she'd have to just pull alongside every once in a while and just hit me with the paddles. Okay, Brad, your heart's in defib. Boop, boop, boop. Okay, I feel good. Let's keep going. Right?
2: If it involves hitting you, I can do that. <laughs> Anyway, so um, April 15th, they're still looking for registers and registrars and cars and um, planes and trains and automobiles. No, no, just planes and planes and cars. Anyway, thank you, Caleb, for coming on, honey.
1: Okay. Um, I was going to talk about my experience yesterday, which I'm still debating if I want to go public with that.
2: (laughs) Why? Why? I, I don't want to because embarrass- you were snarky to her. No, do you think I was snarky to her? A little bit.
1: I had a very strange. You don't. Know, you don't know the the half of that. I had two. No, I don't. I had you two, only told me bits I had, and pieces. I had two weird hours. The first hour, the first hour and a half involved my phone getting turned off by AT and T, which is a whole crazy weird story. I'm going like, okay. I mean, and if I told the story, there would be people who go like, oh. I don't believe that. I mean, it's so bizarre and so weird involving my cell phone. And then after I deal with the AT&T lady, who was actually very nice, but when I went in there, let me put it this way. I'll give you a synopsis of the story. My phone gets turned off. I go to the AT&T store because you can't talk to anybody on your phone anymore if it gets turned off. It used to be that if you got your phone turned off, you could still dial and talk to the people. And, hey. It's a
2: star something.
1: Yeah. And now that doesn't work anymore. You, you, the, you know,
2: The star doesn't work?
1: No. It's, it's, and she admitted that she East says,
2: star six six. no,
1: it doesn't work anymore. You are, you dial 611 doesn't work anymore. It's, you just talk to a computer. You can't talk to a real person anymore. So Aww. I, so I go to the AT&T store right there in mid rivers, mid rivers mall drive. I explain to the lady and she looks at me with a straight face and she says, you have been scammed. And what? I she says, you have been scammed. It's about a, pay. It's a long, stupid story. I paid my bill last week, but they still turned my phone off yesterday morning. Why? If I It takes 10 minutes to explain. It's just this bizarre,
2: weird story. So I get you can done. You condense. No, I can't. You write, you write stuff for 30 seconds and 15 seconds. Condense it and share.
1: Don't do business with big corporations. They'll screw you and they're messed up and there's no customer service support anymore. How's that? I did it in five seconds, right? <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's
2: not what I wanted.
1: Right. Okay. So I go down the street to Freddy's, to my favorite place,
2: mm-hmm.
1: which Shelly won't go to anymore. and Only if you buy. This woman comes, this anymore. woman comes up to me and starts in a, shall we say what I would consider to be sort of a strange conversation with me. I'm eating my lunch and she you thought
2: you were being picked up, didn't you?
1: No, she said, oh, let me put it to you this way. Maybe I'll tell the story tomorrow. I might even put the video uh, at one point in time. She got 30 seconds into her little talk. She's giving, she's, she's trying to save me with Bible passages and, I, mean, was, I What eating, was her uh,
2: denomination? I don't know.
1: I'm sitting there eating lunch at Freddy's, and she comes up and tries to save me. And she's got these Bible patches on her phone. And 30 seconds into this, I said to her, do you mind if I record this? And she says, no, go ahead. So I grabbed my phone, and I recorded it in video with her pointing to Bible passages on my phone and talking to me and telling me how I could be fixed if I find the Lord. This was in Freddy's. And, mm-hmm. and it was not a joke. She was dead serious. No, she was. She was very nice.
2: Yes. But it was just
1: him. sort of strange. And maybe I'll do it tomorrow. We got to take a break. We have Kyle break. Dent. I believe he's up next. I hope I hope he's I, I confirmed him on Monday. I didn't bother to shoot him an email last night or a text. Hopefully he'll be ready. Uh, 728. It is BS.show and Taylor Swift, or as my one son calls her, T. Swift. Good morning. 733. Shelly, off Brad. air, we're just having our conversation. Shelly just depressed me. So
2: <laughs> I'm sorry. I need Why to... did I depress you?
1: <laughs> what you were talking about was depressing.
2: Why did That should not depress you at all.
1: Uh, it is, and all I can say is I hope things get better for you.
2: Sincerely. Oh, they will. Okay. They'll on, fix it.
1: On the phone with me. I told them me. that
2: I can't have any more diseases. <laughs> they just have to fix the ones I have.
1: That's what she said. <laughs>
2: she did say that. <laughs> okay. And they were like, okay. <laughs>
1: On the phone with me, I have a guy who lots of people in St. Charles County know. Lots He's of people loved. Lots of people love his restaurant, Kyle Dent. How you doing, Kyle? I'm great. How are you guys? Doing fine. Now, you let's right off the top, you run Shamrocks, which used to be on what? Veterans Memorial Parkway. Now you're in Mexico.
3: Yeah, yeah. We used to be at seventeen K Springs and we just moved right up the street about three miles uh to seventy in Mid Rivers and we're right at the corner well a little bit further down the mexico road but uh right there on the left side
1: right now how long have you run your restaurant now it's been what 10 years something like that
3: yeah yeah we just started our uh, 12th year actually wow uh yeah so it's been uh it doesn't seem like it's that long but uh it's it's been a long journey that's for sure
1: as anybody who's been in the restaurant business knows if you make it two years that's something to crow about right
3: yeah, yeah, absolutely. It uh I don't know that it gets any easier. It's it's a constant evolution in our industry, but uh it's it's fun. It makes it uh interesting every day, that's for sure.
1: And you made it through COVID, which is you know, in itself an accomplishment.
3: Yeah, yeah. Didn't didn't enjoy it very much for the restaurant industry, but uh <laughs> yeah. it you know, it was it was definitely a life lesson to get through it and uh to work together with my team and and also all the other restaurants in St. Charles. We're we're so blessed in our area to have just so many good folks that run restaurants, and uh, I
1: love it. Now, to give your place a plug, uh, if I were to say, "What kind of food do you serve?" What would be your answer?
3: Um, you know, we 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 say it's an American food with an Irish attitude. Um, Irish food tends to be kind of boring, but uh, but we you know we have all your American fare, the pizzas, the the sandwiches. Um, we got a lot of specialty items that we've collected over the last eleven years, uh, so it's uh, it's kind of eclectic, you'd say.
1: And it's, you're coming up for your bisque. You have a big uh, St. Patty's Day, I would imagine, as well, too?
3: Yeah, yeah. It's our our, our biggest uh, week. We have two days there, so we have the 11th and uh, the 17th this year.
1: Wow, two days? Man, yeah. you you're, you can't fit it into one day, you extend it to two days, right? Yeah, we get
3: parade day, and we get the day of. So oh, we, that, we try okay. to we try to bring it all in.
1: Now, how the reason that, and I've met you sev- several times at chamber meetings and things like that, you posted on Facebook something, which I found interesting. Uh, Shelley, my co-host here, uh, I don't know if she's still in it, but she was a member of Little Black Book. And you referred to yeah. the fact that you went to, what, the Little Black Book, the Toys for Tots, was that the thing you went to?
3: Yeah, the Burbash they do every the year. The Burbash,
1: right. The thing it was yeah. at, right, and they collect toys and things like that. And mm-hmm. your comment about the women's group was? Well,
3: really, I mean, it's... It, when I went to the to the Burbash and i I've, I've been in, involved in in some way or another with our little black book for I don't know four or five years. Um, i I watched all these women so supportive with with no feel you know like when you look at society and how I mean especially how mean some women can be to other women, I watched you know nearly you know three hundred women just supporting each other with with no strings attached. And my thought was, why isn't there a men's group like this?
1: You want to hear something, which you don't want to hear? Sure. I've been saying t- for years to Shelly, hey, we need a men's group. How come the women yeah. can have a group like this for women, but there's no group for men? So along comes Kyle Dent, right?
3: Yeah, they I they're, they're come in. You're yeah. just a few years down the road. <laughs> yeah, so, so you're forming a group called, what's it called again? It's called Jolt, um, a brotherhood of men. And... What's that all about? So really you know that's a great question i I don't exactly know what it's gonna turn into. Um, it starts tonight at four o'clock at my restaurant um, and and really, what we're trying to do is it kind of bring in a lot of different things to to a guy's life. The first thing is you know've I've had my own mental health struggles over you know the last you know eight, nine years and and you know as as much as guys don't want to talk about it, I saw uh, an opportunity for for me to get out there and and talk about my story and and hopefully be an example to to men of all ages that it's okay to you know we don't have to be these tough guys that that don't talk about our feelings and you know we all know and you know I'm sure at some point in all of our lives we've been ex- accepted or been you know affected by suicide and and I, I was I kind of got tired of hearing stories like that and I really wanted to get out and 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 ha- give an opportunity to some guys that that need a need a, for need an ear to talk to. So if it's about mental health tonight, um, that's where it'll lead us if it's about business and connections, if it's about sports, if it's about getting into a room and having a good laugh with another guy that you really need, that's what we want to be about
1: it can be about all of those though right
3: yeah absolutely and I, and I hope it is and and what me and uh my uh my friend kyle watson who started this with me um we're just gonna let it naturally evolve and see where it goes um but really the the big thing is we want to help a lot of men
1: now can can i i'm going to say something to you that um that i'm i'm older than you Okay. Mm-hmm. I, I come from the generation of, you know, first of all, as a kid, the John Waynes and the Robert Mitchums, and then, you know, further along the road, you're probably more of the generation of, you know, the Sly Stallone and, and you know, and the Arnold Schwarzenegger mm-hmm. thing. You look at TV right now, and the guys are always the stupid, bumbling guys, and the women are the smart ones. Right. I agree. I mean haven't we sort of been as men you know hey you and me kyle we're going to talk like men haven't we sort of been mischaracterized
3: yeah i think so i I mean i think to a point but i think it just continues the narrative that that men can't talk and and the more you know i've done a few speeches the more that i get out there and talk the more feedback i get back from people and, and from men that that say you know, I've been feeling that way for, for years or man, I've really been struggling. I'm, I'm so glad that someone got out and I've encouraged other people to go and kind of do the same thing that, that I did. It really does help the talk,
1: but it's almost to the point where it's not cool to be a man anymore. You can't scratch and spit and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying?
3: Uh, I completely, you know, it, it does, you know, it's, it seems like uh, we're a little handcuffed by
1: society. Right. And that, and we've got to fit into this mold. Like, well, you know, I mean, and to the point where, see, I've been in the radio business maybe too long, but when I started out, it was all men on the air, all men, you know, in the sales department, all men management, the whole bit. It's changed quite a bit. And there are lots of women in, in our industry and in your industry, in the restaurant industry, there's tons of women, you know, who are now a lot of them were managers who own the restaurants, but servers, cooks, you know, people behind the scenes and stuff like that. And, and to the point where I think all along, there's been a difference between men and women, but Nowadays, it's to the point where at least I don't know how you feel about that. I feel you can't really say I'm a man anymore.
3: Yeah, I, you know, it's, I I can see that for sure. Um, You know, I I think it goes in a lot of different directions. I think that, you know, women in, in, you know, the dating scene, I I can't imagine going and dating right now. And I I know I'm getting ready to turn 40 on St. Patrick's Day, but, you know, like this new generation and a lot of the people that I hire, you know these guys. It's just a completely different brand of of man right now. Really?
1: Like explain.
3: Um, you know, I I think, and 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 it kind of follows up. It's it's, you know, a lot of the younger women are seeing guys that that want to talk, or, you know, it's the the stereotype of a man right now is 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 I think a little bit different um but i don't think any the younger generation of women aren't i don't think they are, aren't looking for for guys that that want to share their feelings or or grow as as a as a person what are they looking for
1: i'm curious
3: i don't you know i don't know I, i'm kind of <laughs> glad i don't know either you know i i I'm, I'm very grateful to be surrounded by by so many different age groups and and so many different people in my restaurant um, listening to them talk is pretty wild. You know, they don't, I just found out they don't give out cell phone numbers anymore. They give out Instagram handles.
1: <laughs> See, you know, the interesting thing was I read something just the other day and this was not, this was by somebody in the military. They said that the age group of men between 18 and 35, which is the, the group of men who can join the, the armed forces, only 27% of the men between 18 and 35 can pass the physical. And I'm thinking, what the hell happened? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I didn't even know that was possible. I just <laughs> thought everybody had to. <laughs> no, but 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 you, the idea being that, in other words, they're saying that only a qu- roughly a quarter. A quarter of the people, of the men in the United States between the ages of 18 to 35, could pass the physical to go into the military. In other words, they are physically incapable of getting. Three fourths of the men, roughly three fourths of the men, 18 to 20, 18 to 35 in the United States right now, physically could not make it in the military. Couldn't even join. They would get, you know, once they go to the doctor for the physical, they say, "Sorry, you can't get in. Overweight, out of shape, you know, all sorts of crazy stuff." I'm going like, "What happened to men?" You know?
3: Yeah, right. Well, Kyle, yeah, that's that's interesting.
1: Your event is tonight at your restaurant. Um, cover charge, anything like that?
3: No, absolutely not. It's free to come, and you know, it's you know, it. The the people that have reached out to me, um, it, it's it's for a lot of different things, and some people, you know, especially like. I think some people just get stuck in the mud a little bit, and and some of these guys that have gone through you know some heartache or a, a big loss in life from their wife, um, they kind of get to the point where they they're stuck and they they don't want to leave the house, and and you wind up with a lot less friends, and and really I there's no strings attached with tonight. There's nothing. I'm not going to charge you anything. I'm really going to do the same thing that that they're all going to do. I'm going to I'm going to stand around and talk and and hope to get a benefit out of it.
1: Hank, can we go out in the parking lot and scratch and spit a little bit too? Hey, absolutely. Absolutely <laughs> we can. <laughs> Four to eight to Shamrocks. Give the address.
3: Uh, it is 1013. I'm sorry. Jeez, I don't even know my own address. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it is uh, 4177 uh,
1: Mexico Road. And website, of course, we got to get that.
3: Yeah, shamrocks-pubandgrill.com. Uh, uh, on all the socials, um, from from Facebook to TikTok.
1: Got it. Kyle, sounds like a good deal. I will see you tonight.
3: Brad, thank you so much. I appreciate you. Uh-huh. Bye-bye.
1: Bye. What do you think, Shelly?
2: I think he's a good man, and he's, he's beloved throughout the community.
1: Well, see, Shelly and I have had this debate where I'm like, okay, how come, and I know you're going to get mad at me when I say this, how come Little Black Book can have an organization with all women and men can't join? And, well, they and you always say, well, they can be a wingman. I go, okay, that's like saying, what was it, the Kiwanis or whatever. I it don't know the Lions Club. It's the it's the Kiwanis. You know, they were like different. You know, they're auxiliary. That they, you know, like that's see. Nowadays, if you said, and this is going to be interesting. Man, well, I, they
2: have the Shriners. Yes, but and then the women are the ladies of but, the auxiliary.
1: But you can't be a Shriner. A woman can't woman can't be a Shriner. That's not no, right. No,
2: you're right. They can't.
1: That's that's not right. That's discrimination. It's been like
2: that forever, and it doesn't matter. Guess what? What?
1: A lot of things have been like that forever, and think the times they be a changing You know what I'm saying? I mean, you can't. You can't. But let's
2: not detour from tonight. I think it's going to be something that I'm glad you're going. Put it that way.
1: I'm going to go. I'm going to go scratch and spit in the parking lot. You know? Yeah. Matter of fact, I may even buy a cigar on the way out there, and you know, smoke a stogie in the parking lot and. You know, maybe I'll maybe I'll take my wrenches in my oil pan, you know, my oil drain pan, and I'll change my oil in the parking lot. And I'll be a real man, right?
2: Yeah, as long as your <laughs> scratch is pet.
1: <laughs> okay. It's it's 7. See, <laughs> I get myself. What? I'm not going to say anymore. more. I'll get myself in trouble. It's 747. Well, there you go. It is BS. And I forgot to screw up. I screwed up again. God, I can't believe I did that. It's all your fault, Shelly
2: it usually is brad
1: i got people making fun of me because i'm playing all sorts of different music
2: <laughs> you do
1: oh uh, i'm yeah you made fun of me all i get people saying will you play one song and just stick with it okay. that's what i said <laughs> that's no fun to you do yes i you're not you're Funny. the uh, there's a reason for that is that quite honestly i can tr- control the music this morning and there's some songs on this radio station i do not like i think they're wimpy stupid slow songs which i don't like just like Shelly is always wanting me to play "My Immortal" by What's which Her Face, which is my
2: favorite song, oh, yeah. and he refuses to play it
1: because it's like it's like drag slow song. Okay,
2: I don't care. I'm, I work for a radio station. Yeah, I think I would have. I don't know an in.
1: You do have an in. You're on well, the air, aren't certainly you?
2: Surely <laughs> don't play it.
1: You're on the air, aren't you? <laughs> You've got an in. You're you're yeah. you're in and on. Okay, I,
2: I I think that you need to get someone else, but that. That's, oh. We'll talk about that
1: later. Well, you told me that I'm not a popular guy. That that if I started a group like Kyle Dent started, nobody'd show up because nobody likes me.
2: I didn't say that. That is <laughs> not how I said that.
1: You said something to that effect.
2: No, that I didn't. Kyle, that's pe- that's the thing about you, Brad. The people like you have um,
1: the people like Kyle Dent, but they don't like me.
2: That's because he's been out in the in in the community.
1: And where have I been? In in like my cave.
2: Yes. <laughs> You've let me be the the face of um, the stations because and and I've told you to come.
1: You're a pretty face. And you
2: do come to huh?
1: You're a pretty face, and I'm an ugly face. That's all there is to it. So you know who do, what do people want to see. They want to see pretty face. They don't want to see ugly, hairy face like mine. That's all there is to Brad, it.
2: Brad, it's radio. They don't see my face at all.
1: But when I go out in the community, my ugly, hairy face is out there, right?
2: Well, shave it, and then you won't have that problem.
1: <laughs> we got to make a quick phone call here. I don't know if this is going to work or not. Uh, i am been using my phone a lot this morning. I got a pen and a phone and I use it. <laughs> I should have called her earlier, but I didn't see the the notice until just just a second ago. Oh, she's not going to answer. Darn it, darn it, darn it, darn it, darn it, darn it. Oh, yeah, she's not going to answer. She's already Who at are work. you calling. Your call has been forwarded to an automatic voice at the tone. Please record your message. When you have finished recording, you may hang up or press 1 for more options. Ready for this, Shelly? Yep. Poopin' underwear, poopin' underwear, poopin' underwear. Happy birthday, Christy. Bye.
2: Happy birthday.
1: It's my niece's birthday. I won't say how many years ago it was. She was born and traumatic birth. They broke her leg coming out. Really? Yeah, yeah. She's a breech birth and they broke her leg pulling her out. And, and I,
2: she's been amazing ever since.
1: And she turned into a gymnast. For a long time, she was a very, very competitive gymnast, and she was very good at it. Very good at it. She was amazingly good at it. That's my niece Christy, who uh, got lots of good memories with her. Now she's a school teacher. I feel sorry for her. How do we? She's toward... now
2: she's known as P A U.
1: No P P I P I U. Poop in underwear. <laughs>
2: oh, in yeah. I thought you said no. And.
1: No. Poop in underwear. See, And the reason for that, as a little girl, it was so funny. She'd be like, you'd be talking to her, and she'd stop talking. She'd look around. She'd look left and right. And she'd got this little devilish grin in her face. And she'd just say, poop in underwear. And we'd all go, what in the world is that? And she'd laugh. Poop in underwear. So she's in my phone book as Christy Poop in underwear. So all I have to do is just type in poop, and there she is.
2: Well, happy birthday, sweetie. Yes. Your Uncle Brad loves you.
1: She's come a long way. I do. I love all three of my nieces.
2: I know you do. Yes,
1: Nicole, who's also a teacher, and Carissa, who is in uh, a respiratory therapist. They've done well for themselves. And they've married good guys. They have nice houses. They have nice cars. They have nice lives. You know? Things worked out well for them. And unfortunately, they lost their father a long time ago, which was a sad situation. But anyway... Things are good now, and uh, we move on down the road. So happy birthday, Christy, 756. Um, The smartest woman in the world who I shared the video with that I did yesterday with the interesting situation that happened to me yesterday at Freddy's of all places. Uh The smartest woman in the world just texted me a couple minutes ago and said, don't play the video, don't put the video online. Don't put it up on Facebook. What do you think?
2: Well, she is the smartest woman in the world.
1: (laughs) Right. I mean, but, you know. And
2: as of late, she's got much better. Well, um, control, you
1: know, We're talking emotional about,
2: control than I do. We're so.
1: talking about a strange situation that happened to me yesterday. I sent Shelly the video. She's got the video. Sent it to a couple other people. And everybody's reaction was, what the heck was that? I'm eating lunch at Freddy's yesterday on Mid-Rivers Mall Drive in Cottleville. And I'm eating lunch, and a lady comes up to me out of the clear blue. I'm literally munching on my burger and my fries, and she comes up to me, and she starts telling me she's sho- she's showing me bible passages on her phone and one of them was matter of fact i've got it right here because i had no idea what she was talking about and i did a little research let me see if i can find it here real quick and the bible passage is uh, where is it i had it here a minute ago here it is the bible passage is um, luke thirteen eleven, and it's it's here it is jesus helps a crippled woman on the sabbath on a sabbath jesus was teaching in one of the synagogues and a woman was there who had been crippled by spirit for 18 years she was bent over and could not straighten up at all when jesus saw her he called her forward and said to her woman you are set free from infirmity then he put his hands on her and immediately straightened and she straightened up and praised god So a lady comes up to me yesterday at Freddy's and tells me she saw me walk across the restaurant and she felt sorry for me and she wanted me to see this Bible passage because Jesus could help me. And about 30 seconds into this, I'm going like, okay, am I being punked? Is there like a hidden camera somewhere? And I said to her, I said, you mind if I record this? And I picked up my phone and I videoed it and she's showing me these passages on her phone. And I said, why are you showing me this? And she said, I saw the way you walk. And I said, you know why I walk this way? And she says, no. I said, I keep getting my butt kicked. And she didn't think that was funny. And she kept writing, writing the Bible passages. And I said to her, so in other words, if I go to church, will my back be better? And, and she said something. I, I don't know. She said, so I don't know. You'll have to work on it or something like that. And I said, thank you very much. She said, thank you. And she walked away. <laughs> it was weird. <laughs> It just was weird. I'm sorry.
2: That's about how it went too. We gotta go. Seven fifty nine.
1: So, you say don't post it.
2: Yeah, don't post it. Okay. Man, it was just strange. You already posted it, didn't you? No,
1: I didn't. I haven't, and I I don't know. I mean, I she seemed like a genuinely nice, concerned woman who believed in God and was trying to proselytize, as they say. Yeah, that's what they do say. Trying to get me to, you know, follow her to her church, I guess. I don't know. I mean, it was just sort of weird.
2: But you always have Grace River. It's 7.59. Everybody have a great day. Um, Happy, oh, hump day. Yeah. Have a great day. Peace and I fly. Eight o'clock.